Today on the show, I will talk about how to be more creative. And we will also do a meditation together so that you can tune in to your creativity. Visit thestoryofmepodcast.com to submit questions for the show. And please continue to support the podcast by sharing it with a friend and also rating and reviewing it on the podcast directories. And if you've been enjoying the show, please support it by making a donation. You can go to thestoryofmepodcast.com and at the bottom of the website, there's a donate button. Or in the episode description, there's also a donate button so you can make a donation to the podcast and support it this way. Thank you. Now let's get started. Beautiful am I, bountiful am I, blissful am I, why? Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where I share stories from my unconventional life and relate the psychological insights that I learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your awareness of your own self-limiting patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. If you're new, my name is Amarjit Singh and I am your host. And if you've been following the podcast for a while, welcome back. How are you doing today? How is life treating you? And I hope you are well. Today I thought that I would continue the momentum from the last episode where I talked about love. And the continuation of that is to go to creativity. So in this episode I will talk about how to be more creative, how to really connect to your creativity and at the end of the episode, we will do a meditation together for you to tune into your creativity. And so you can follow along with this meditation, and we'll even do a little chanting and connect to your creativity. And there'll be a great tool that you can use whenever you feel disconnected from it to really establish that connection. <laughs> Like I said in the last episode, creativity and love are the same. And so we'll get into this in a little more detail. Because it's important if we're going to understand something, we have to define what it is. And this is important for creativity because just like we said with love, if I ask someone what love is, I will get a different answer from each person I ask. Why do people have difficulty with defining creativity? Because most people, if you ask them if they're creative, the first thing they say is, oh, I don't draw, or I don't paint, or I don't play music, I don't play an instrument. And 
this is what happens when we start to speak about creativity is we think about the manifestation of creativity, which is art. And art can be done with creativity or without. So what is creativity? How do we define it? And so the first thing we want to do to answer this question is to really remember that creativity is different than the output, different than a a picture or a uh, sculpture or something like this. These are just byproducts of creativity, but they aren't creativity itself. And everyone has a creative potential. So if you're one of the these people who say, oh, I'm not a very creative person, or I, I work in an office, I'm an accountant, and I have no creativity, then you don't really understand what creativity is. And so it makes it more difficult to access it. And this is what we want to do is to learn how to improve your connection to creativity. And it's very important to connect to this, to have a more fulfilling life, to have a more purposeful life, a more colorful life, and a life filled with more love. What we talked about in the last episode is we said, who are you, right? And we came to this idea of that you are love. And the way we came to this is through this idea of creativity and love being one. And so we said, where do you come from? What are your origins? And, and just like everyone comes from this creative being. And whatever religion you may be, you can just call it the creator. And this creator is what? Just this consciousness. It's this collective consciousness that is the creator and the creation. There is no separation. And this is why in the last episode, I said we're going to try to define love, but really love is impossible to define. Because how can you define the creator when the creator is everything? You would need every single word, every single shape, every single color, and things that we have never thought of because our minds cannot think, cannot comprehend the totality of the Creator. This is why in yoga they say, go beyond your mind. Go beyond thinking, because the mind is limited. But your consciousness is not. And the way to access this unlimited potential is to let go of the mind, to stop thinking. And this is why when people become self-realized, they can't articulate the experience because we don't have the vocabulary to define it. Words are just close approximations of experiences, and they're very clumsy at that. And this is why the feeling of the experience is much more important than the description in words. So what we want to do then is to say, well, this being that is this creative consciousness, 
is where we come from. You can say that we are part of this creative consciousness because there's no separation from it. The separation is the illusion that there is duality, when in actuality there is no duality. There is only one, and we're connected by this consciousness. So like we talked about in the last episode, then we are the creative manifestation of the Creator. And just like the Creator is creativity, we are the creativity that is produced by the Creator. And since we are one, we are creativity as well. And then we defined in the last episode creativity. And I did it with this example of making dinner for someone. And when you make dinner for someone special in your life and you tell them, I made this dinner with love, what does this mean? And we talked about this. I won't go into it in a very deep way this this episode, but basically it means that you're connected to this internal experience and you manifest this experience as your personal touch and making this dinner. And this is what you need to access your creativity because creativity and love are the same. And so what we're talking about now then is how to really access this creativity to become more creative. And when we're talking about becoming more creative, what we're really talking about is becoming more authentic. We're talking about becoming more expressive of your true nature. And whenever we talk about expressing your true nature, we're talking about connecting to love. And since this is your essence, is love, is this creative consciousness, it's connecting to this experience and relating this experience in some way. It doesn't have to be with words. It can be with, with uh, feelings. It could be just being still and expressing it through your vibration. And if you don't understand this, be with someone who is really connected to themselves and you will feel this vibration of creativity, of love. If you're around a self-realized person or even someone who is along that path, you will feel this vibration. It won't be exactly the same in everyone because the consciousness is infinite and we all connect to it through our own filter. And this filter is our antenna, is our being, is how we connect to this collective consciousness. Because the consciousness that you're connecting to is not localized. So you are more like an antenna than anything else. And through this body-mind framework, you are connecting to this consciousness. And the stronger the connection you have, the more awake you are. And so when we're talking about being awake, what we're really talking about is having that strong connection to the consciousness of God, of love, of creativity, of you. And since really there is no you, it's this collective consciousness, and each person connects to a different aspect of it. And this is why 
you can think of yourself as a channel. And because of your unique vibration, you connect to a part that is maybe expressing a particular vibration compared to someone else who is expressing something in a different way. And this is how we have people who have such a variety of interest. It's because their vibration is connecting to this collective consciousness differently. And when you are fully connected to it and you are in the moment and you can let go of this thinking, people will refer to this as being in the flow and they feel like they're being a channel almost. If you've done something where you're creating something or, or participating in some action where you're not thinking, you feel, I'm in the flow and it's really not me who wrote this or it's not me who produced this. I was this vehicle for it to come through me. And this is what we're talking about is to connect to this experience without resistance. And this is how you become more creative. You connect to this vibration and you don't allow the mind to interrupt it. We refer to this as this idea of love. This consciousness that we're connected to is creativity, is love, and your capacity to accept this flow of consciousness we call self-love. And what interrupts this flow is the lack of self-love. This is the biggest obstacle to expression. It's very difficult to be creative with self-judgment. In fact, self-judgment and creativity cannot coexist. And this is the biggest obstacle to connecting to this creativity. So you need to work on acceptance. Because we can think of this creativity in terms of our emotional connection. Really, maybe the emotional connection, I don't like this word. If we think about every experience you have, this internal experience or even external experience, every experience is a vibration. And in yoga, you hear this word a lot, this vibration. In typical psychology, we call these things emotions. You feel sad, it's a particular emotion. You feel depressed, you feel happy, it's another uh, emotion. But what is an emotion? It is a reaction that creates a particular vibration. And I've talked about this before, and again, I think I'll spend an episode getting into this, is that you observe something from one of your senses, whether you see something you smell something, you feel something, you think something, you hear something, and you have a psychological reaction to it, a mental reaction, that you like this, you don't like this, you desire this, you have aversion to this. And this reaction, this thought, creates a vibration, whether it's the vibration of fear, of anger, of 
And this happens because of all your past experiences with this. You smell some perfume and it reminds you of someone that you had a lot of problems with and you start to relive this experience. Or you smell a perfume of a, of a person that you had great relationship with and it reminds you of this. And that creates a particular emotion. And then that emotion goes throughout the body. And this is why I don't like this word emotion. What we're really talking about is a feeling. Because emotion, I think, is a limited word when everything is just a feeling, a vibration. And so you get this vibration as, oh, this smell reminds me of this person and these memories of this person come back to you and they're very loving and happy memories. And it creates this feeling. And this feeling is just a vibration a vibration caused by the thought that you had of the smell that you became aware of. And that feeling then goes throughout the body. And depending on what this feeling is, it resides in particular parts of the body. But basically what we're talking about is everything is this feeling. And it's this flow of this feeling and when you have lots of judgment towards yourself, it creates these particular vibrations that block this flow and this connection to the feeling. Because some of these vibrations, some of these feelings are very dense, where some of these feelings are very subtle. And if you're connected to a very dense vibration like anger or, or fear, it doesn't allow you to feel the subtle vibrations which are below this. And this is why your creativity becomes limited with self-judgment. Said, oh, I'm not so good. What I'm going to do is not going to be good. Then you're missing out on this deeper connection. Because what creativity really is, it's really connecting to this internal experience and then taking this internal experience and manifesting it as putting your personal touch on whatever it is that you're doing through being present, being connected to the vibrations within. We can say emotionally connected or just connected to the feelings and allowing the intuition to come out. And this is another important part is the more aware you can be of subtlety, the more potential you have of your creativity. And like I said, everyone is creative. There's not one person that's not creative because your whole being is this creativity, is this love. So whether you're an accountant or you're a musician or whatever it is, you are creativity. So first thought is to take this judgment away. Maybe your creativity comes out differently. You know, you can be an accountant and be a very creative person, maybe not with the numbers because that will get you into trouble, but creative in problem solving or creative in looking at how to use this information or creative in your, your personal life and things that you do. But please... Whatever it is, get out this, get away from this idea that you are not creative because this is impossible. If you're conscious at all, you are creative. 
It's impossible not to be since this is the vibration that is flowing through you. And what is intuition? But intuition is a very subtle vibration. It's a vibration that is so subtle that thinking overtakes it, meaning that if you're thinking, that vibration of thought is very dense compared to intuition. So if you're thinking, you will not hear the intuition. If you want to practice connecting to your intuition, practice stopping the mind. And this is why meditation is good for this or or these things to let the mind stop. But this is what creativity is. It's putting this personal touch on whatever you do through being present, being connected to the feelings inside, this vibration, and allowing the intuition to flow through you. And this is what we call channeling, or we call manifesting this higher experience. This is the goal of life in everything you do. Because we ask then, oh, when should I be creative? When I'm doing, making my dinner or when I'm doing something on the weekend? No, there is no distinction to when you should be creative and when you shouldn't be. Because you are creativity and your expression is this creative expression, whether it's having a conversation with someone. And how can a conversation lack creativity or how can a conversation be creative? And when I say have a creative conversation, I'm not talking about something that's artistic and um, you can have just a conversation about the weather and be creative. And don't mistake in this for saying, oh, I need to use fancy words and fancy descriptions because this is not what I'm talking about. And if this is what you're focusing on, you're missing the point. Creativity is the same as love and love is your natural disposition. Love is your essence, your consciousness. And like I talked about, when you're able to remove this resistance to this expression, what is left but love? And expressing this in your own personal way is creativity, is this this expression of your consciousness. And what prevents it is when you judge yourself, you judge the people around you, and you let your psychology interfere. You let this resist the true love. You say things to manipulate the way someone feels because you feel hurt, or you say something that that offends someone intentionally because you wanted to make them feel, experience something. And so when you're having a conversation and you're letting down this resistance to yourself, you're able to speak with love. Whether you're asking someone what they want to eat for lunch at the office, you can do it in a way that's very aggressive, and you can do it in a way that has overtones of hatred, of animosity, of of jealousy, of whatever it is, or you can do it in a way that's just present and loving. And this is what creativity is. This is what love is. And so you have to learn to live this way, because if you live this way, your life will be a much more fulfilling experience because in order to be this way like i said you have to learn to stop the mind 
and to be in the flow. And when you're in the flow, you're present. And when you're present, you're not thinking about what happened before, what's going to happen, what if this person doesn't like me. And when you can be in that present moment, your life becomes more enjoyable. And so what are the steps to doing this? Well, like we said, is to learn how to deal with these emotions and learn how to connect with this internal experience. I'm not saying to disregard the emotions. I'm not saying to suppress the emotions because this creates numbness. And when you create this numbness, then you're creating a distance. And this distance then makes it difficult to be creative. You know, they did a scientific study and concluded that artists experience the widest range of emotions out of any group of people. Now, I think this is something that everyone probably already knew. They didn't need to do a study, but they were able to prove this. And why is this? Why do artists experience the widest range of emotions out of any group of people? It's because they use this connection to this vibration to express what they're going through. And so when I said you need to connect to these emotions, connect to these feelings, even if they're feelings that, oh, I'm not happy with myself or I don't like this situation, use these emotions to connect and to express what you're feeling in a way that's loving, in a way that is open. Because you need to learn to accept these feelings, to accept this experience in order to really understand it. And when you're connecting to this and you're able to express it through what you're doing, it could be something very beautiful. Look at a lot of the art that comes out. The artist has been in such turmoil and such inner difficulties with their experience, but they're able to connect to it and allow it to come out. And so even if you're having this experience of being depressed or, or being sad or, or being frustrated, if you're able to connect to it and not resist it and allow yourself to manifest it in a way that is loving, you can create beautiful things, poetry, writing, all different kinds of art comes out through this inner turmoil. And so it's important to learn how to accept it because you can think of these emotions or these feelings as colors. Think of being an artist and you have a palette with all these feelings and these emotions and they're all colors on your palette. Now you may say, oh, I don't like this feeling, I don't like this experience. And what you're doing is you're removing colors from the palette that you use to paint your picture of your life. And while you may not like that one color, but if you mix it with other colors, it has a beautiful picture. And if you remove it, what you're doing is you're suppressing or ignoring or, or resisting aspects of your true self. Because it is this struggle with these things that we find difficult is the key to understanding and to elevating ourselves. And the more you resist them, the less creative expression you have and also the more suffering in your life you have. 
the more open you can be, the more beautiful life becomes. And we've all experienced this. We go through these periods where life becomes very difficult because we have all these experiences of life that we feel beat down, that we feel are holding us back, and we're unable to then express ourselves because we're holding ourselves back from being open, from allowing experience to come in and the light from inside come out. And this is where we connect fully. And so how do you go deeper with this creativity is you learn to accept everything about yourself. Let go of the judgment and learn how to then train your mind to become aware of the subtle. Because the more you can connect to the subtleties within, the more creativity will manifest. The more love will come out. And so, like I said, look at everything in your life, whether it's speaking and having conversations with people or cleaning your house or cooking your dinner, whatever it is, consciously do it with creativity, with love. Do it by putting your personal touch on it. Think about how do I feel and how do I want this feeling to be represented in what I'm doing. And become present, become aware of, oh, I see I'm judging myself. How do I take away this judgment to become more authentic? Because the more judgment you have, the more restricted you are to the access of your consciousness. And then you become inauthentic because your consciousness becomes corrupted, the flow of this consciousness. And this is why you should look at yourself as this antenna And the better you take care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, the easier it is to connect to this flow of the divine, of this consciousness coming through you. And this is why we try to live this moral or ethical life is not so much because we think this is the best thing to do, but more so to take care of ourselves. You can think of it as being selfish, right? It's important to be selfish in this respect because the more you take care of yourself, the more you're going to be loving to those people around you and the more uh, you will help them. But it all comes from this internal experience, taking care of the self. How am I eating? How am I uh, treating myself? How am I taking care of myself? Because all these things will manifest in how you're connecting to your environment. And when we do things that are immoral or harm other people, when we talk about immoral or unethical, we can make it very simple. Anything that harms someone is is unethical, right? And so if we're harming people, we're harming ourselves because we're creating this distance within ourselves. We don't need to find any religious ethics or morals. We could just say anything that harms someone else or harms ourselves is wrong, And how do we make sure that we're not harming other people so that we can connect deeper to ourselves? How do we make sure that we're not harming ourselves? 
And the more you can do this, the more you can connect to this internal experience because your mind becomes more subtle. And this is what happens when people have so many traumas is they really numb themselves because they don't know how to deal with these traumas. And the more numb you become, well, this is the antithesis of of being creative. It is the biggest obstacle because we said that the opposite is the way to become the most creative is to become the most sensitive. The more sensitive you are, the more potential you have in creativity. The more you numb yourself, the less potential you have to become creative. And this is why I always find it interesting when I counsel people and they say, oh, I'm, oh, I'm too sensitive, I'm oversensitive. And, and it's very funny because they're going to yoga class and then they're complaining that they're, become, that they're too sensitive. And what is the purpose of yoga is to learn how to become more sensitive. And if you're very sensitive, well, you're advanced, Right. So you're going to the yoga class and you're very sensitive and saying, I'm too sensitive, I wish I wasn't so sensitive. Instead of saying, wow, I've already done a lot of work, maybe in previous lives, maybe in this life, I've learned how to become more sensitive. And now how do I cultivate this? How do I build upon this? When I find them telling me that they're oversensitive, what they're really saying is they're overreactive. Because the goal is to be so sensitive that you can feel the most sensitive vibration within, which is the most subtle vibration, which is God. And this is the most subtle vibration. And so this is the direction you want to go. If you're thinking you're oversensitive, what you're saying is really that you're overreactive and that you're reacting to these feelings instead of connecting to them and allowing them and and trying to understand them. And so this is the first step in really learning how to become more creative is learning how to embrace the sensitivity without reacting to it. Because there is no limit in your creativity, right? Just the same as your consciousness is unlimited. This is why there's indefinable. Your creativity is unlimited. And the way to manifest this is to cultivate the sensitivity. So really this idea of being creative and to enhance this is learn to be present, right? You can learn by, uh, take 10 minutes out of the day, focusing on the breath. The breath is a great way to bring you back to being present. Because if your concentration is on the breath, then you will be present in that moment. You know, when you inhale, keep that concentration on the inhale, hold the breath, and then exhale, keep that concentration on the exhale. And there's all different ways to be present like this. This is a good one because you can do it throughout the day when you're doing anything whether you're talking on the phone or at work, working on the computers, keep the concentration on the breath for a few minutes to bring you to the present moment. It's a great way to reduce the anxiety, to let go of fear and worry. And then the other thing is to be connected. Learn to build this relationship 
with your emotional self, whether it's keeping a diary to articulate how you feel, learning how to build the vocabulary to articulate it to yourself or to other people, and try to create this subtle awareness of the vibrations within, learning to turn off the conscious mind. And this is what builds the intuition. And this is the next way to enhance your creativity is to build this intuition, connect to the higher self, learn to meditate, sit there and again, focus on the breath. And whenever the mind starts to wander, bring it back to the breath. And then keep meditating. When the mind wanders again, bring it back to the breath and try to control that mind so that it can be silent, it can be quiet. And again, another step, another way to enhance your creativity is to be open. Learn how to be open and vulnerable instead of being closed and guarded. The more open you are, the better you are at accepting what's happening within. And when this happens within, then it's easier to have more compassion externally with the people in your life. And so these are the ways to enhance your creativity and to remember that you are creativity. Your natural disposition is this love. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember that you are love, you are creativity, and just learn to tune into it within. Learn to let go of all this inner dialogue that prevents you from accepting who you are. All right. So you can go to the story of me podcast.com, submit your questions for the show. I'd like to hear from you. Give me some feedback, whatever you like. And share the podcast with a friend, rate it, review it. If you are enjoying the podcast and would like to support it, please make a donation. Go to thestoryofmepodcast.com and at the bottom of the website, 
there is a donate button. You can also find the link in the episode description to find the picture of the meditation and the directions of the meditation. You can also go to the show notes on the website. So from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions. Okay, so we're going to do a little meditation. It's called the Tree Kriya in Kundalini Yoga. And the purpose of this meditation is to really connect to your creativity by opening your heart. And there's a mantra with this meditation. And, and the way the mantras work, for those of you who are unfamiliar of meditating with mantras, mantras, again, what I talked about in the episode is everything is a vibration. When you have a thought, when you have an emotion, they're all just vibrations. And when we chant a mantra, it creates a vibration, and this vibration then connects us to this feeling, right? If you say a lot of nice things, you start to feel nice. If you say a lot of bad things, maybe you start to feel bad. And this is a very coarse way to look at this, but if you look at it on a more subtle level, each word has a different vibration, and when your mind becomes aware of the subtleties within, you start to recognize what different words feel like when they vibrate through you. And so if you pick a mantra and you, you chant this mantra uh, for a long period of time, for many days or many weeks or many months, you'll start to recognize how it makes you feel and become aware of the feeling of that mantra and the meaning behind the mantra. And today, what we're going to chant is a mantra, Ong So Hung, is Ong, O-N-G, So Hung, S-O-H-U-N-G. And Ong is the creative consciousness, which you are, right? So Ong means creative consciousness. So Hung is I am that. And so this is a mantra that opens up the heart to connect us to this vibration of I am creative consciousness. And by chanting it, what we're doing is we're trying to tune into this internal experience of this mantra to connect to the higher self through this mantra. And when we connect to this vibration, we start to connect to the truth behind it. And so this is the mantra that we're going to chant. And we're going to sit in a particular way, and you can look on the podcast website, uh, thestoryofmepodcast.com, and look at the show notes, and I'll put a picture of this posture for the meditation. I will describe it now for you. So in this posture, what you're going to do is you're going to sit on your left heel. And so the left heel or the foot is going to be at the perineum. And you're going to put the right foot on the left thigh. And both knees will be touching the ground, and your hands will be cupped on the lap below the navel center. And so what this, this posture does is it directs the flow of, of this vibration so that it focuses it in a particular way. And by sitting on the perineum, 
what you're doing is you're blocking the energy, the vibration from escaping. And so in this posture, you're going to sit nice and straight with the spine straight. And when you inhale, you're going to pull the diaphragm up towards the heart a little bit. Not very strongly, but just enough to feel it. And then you're going to chant from the heart, Ong So Hung. And when you chant Ong, the NG is going to really resonate in the heart and the back of the throat. And as you're chanting this mantra, you want to keep the concentration on the heart so that you can feel this vibrating. And so we're going to inhale, chanting Ong, and just resonating the NG, and again, the So Hung the same way. Now I'll do this just for a few minutes with you, but you can do this by yourself as long as you'd like. Do it up to 31 minutes, do it for six minutes, put a little timer on and just sit there and do this every night before you go to bed for a couple weeks and see how you feel. See if it helps you feel this connection. So to begin with, sit with a nice straight spine in this posture I just described and put the concentration on the breath. Close the eyes. Inhaling and exhaling through the nose, nice and slow. Again, inhale. Exhale. Another time, inhaling. And exhaling. Now as we inhale, and this time we're going to kind of pull up through the navel center, pulling the diaphragm up, inhaling. And chanting from the heart, Aung So Hung. So hung. 
So hung. 
Again, one more time. Inhale deeply. Hold the breath. And exhale. And relax the posture. And just be still for a few minutes. And feel the vibration flow through you. Try to connect to how you feel now compared to how you felt before. Try to connect to the heart center, to this idea of being the creative consciousness, that you are the creative consciousness. You are creativity. You are love. Express it in everything you do. Let it flow through you.